Quest Gaming Network is proud to present Minecraft Off the Record. Hey everybody, welcome to Minecraft Off The Record for episode number four. We made it to four. I am Joe the Widget Wilson, just one of the many hosts on this new, well, not so new anymore, Minecraft show. And joining me as always, the writer extraordinaire, Mr. Fred Woodley. Hello Joe, and hello everybody else. It's great to be back. I forgot to call you by your nickname, the old Mr. Master of Dirt. Yeah, that's true. I do prefer to be called the Dirt Master. The Dirt Master! <laughs> and the other host on this show, Mr. Dan. Dan Eeny, let's say. Dan Eeny. Ooh, Jeannie! <laughs> Dan Gosh, Wilson. Right. Thank you, everybody, for listening once again. I am so glad we made this episode. I'm starting to get one. Kidding. You know, you, you guys know you can't get enough of us. Well, let's see if Dan actually makes it to episode five. And hey, <laughs> officially joining this show from now. Dan's replacement. Yeah, our, our his replacement in training, Mister David. Not so crap audio. Hell yeah, it's good to be an admin, Adams. <laughs> I prefer to be called D Enforce or on the server DWM Terry. But yes, that's me. Thank you all for listening. And hey, everybody in the chat room, how y'all doing? I just call you Dwimtree in my head. Dwimtree, thank you. Not even <laughs> close, but thank you. Hey, Joe, you see Dave over there carving Boone's name in that fourth chair? <laughs> I'm using Slide. Comic Sans, too, just to make it that much worse on him. Sliding on over. Comic Sans. <laughs> M.S. Hey, Fred. Why don't you, hey, uh, why don't you bring up our sponsor today? Doghouse Systems. The best sponsor in the world. Sponsoring this show and all the other shows on the Quest Network for as long as I can remember. And <laughs> they are a great sponsor, offering the best desktop and laptop computers for gaming. And if you decide to buy one, plug in the code off the record at checkout and they will double your RAM. Alright, we've had I know that me and Dave have had a huge week in, in Minecraft for sure. With our oh, yeah. with the Quest Gaming Network server. We keep seeing more and more people come on in and we love seeing it however we've had to ban like five people last week it was crazy like once a day i had to ban somebody from breaking into houses stealing things hiding them it was crazy we have like I mean, two seriously. very very basic rules on the server and one don't steal so you don't steal from any other players if, it's, if something's built you don't take from it plain and simple find your own raw materials you know and don't build on someone's property or, you know, destroy their property, and people don't get that. So yeah, we, we tell them the rules every time a new person comes in, and it's like they just push it out of their mind. 
Okay, there's rules. I don't want to obey these. I'm gonna see how long it'll take before I get banned. Brother, go around stealing from from all over the the main island and stealing from Dave, bragging <laughs> about it in when, chat. It's real cute when someone tries to break into a GM's house and expect not to get banned for it. <laughs> What's the point of stealing from some from a GM? Only to have yourself banned. That, that kind of defeats the purpose of taking anything in the first place, doesn't it? A little bit, yeah. Well, it, it seems simple enough. It's just going back to that old adage. If you wouldn't like it done to you, don't do it to other people. <laughs> yeah. And then we had one guy who burned down um, all the wood structures in the main island and the medieval town that we built. And then, well, luckily, one of our, our longtime members of the server has been on with us for a long time, Reg saw the guy in town during the burnings a couple hours before I got there. And as soon as the guy come on, I I built this little uh, interrogation chamber made out of completely out of uh, bedrock. <laughs> what is in that thing? I've been uh, wondering. You don't want to know. No, you I do. If you go nope, in there, no, you're, not. you're leaving the server. <laughs> but I, I put him in there with me and had a little chat with the gentleman and he confessed to it. Was not remorseful in any way, shape, or form. So he got banned. Normally, what we like to do is we like to give people two, three warnings, you know, like, okay, you're messing up, you know, can you please not do that? And if they don't listen or they keep doing it, we'll ban them. I mean, we want to make the server as enjoyable as possible for everybody. And just Joy. having some idiot griefers on the server, that doesn't do any good. I got the perfect design for an interrogation chamber for Dan. You got to build like a chamber up in the sky out of bedrock, and it has to have a glass floor, and right underneath it is a pool of lava. <laughs> There's only one way out of here, buddy. <laughs> What's I've it gonna got, be? I've got, I confess. I confess to everything that's been accused. Just let me out of here. And on one little pillar of dirt is Dan's bed in the middle of the lava. What, was, what cracked me up was this guy that I put in there killed himself, and he was like, "Ha ha! I got out of your ten chamber. Teleported right back in there." <laughs> ah. <laughs> we could do this all day, buddy. <laughs> I have you have your name on hotkey right now. Uh, it was interesting times. It It's just ridiculous that people are going around stealing from each other and destroying other people's stuff. Mostly, you know, a lot of the... It's, yeah, what's the fun in that? They like to destroy the, the server stuff that me and Dave work hard to build for everybody. I mean, I put up a Ooh. new PvP arena recently. It's like a, 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 death math or a death match arena. And the only way to it is to spawn to it. Or teleport to it. And... Not even an hour after I built it, I came back on the server and someone had already destroyed the only part that could be destroyed. Yeah, you told me about that, and that's retarded. Come on, people. We have a tool now that logs stuff, so no more hiding from the GM. <laughs> well, it's it's just a silly idea because these people are coming onto the server and then stealing from other people and everything. Once mm. you get caught, you're going to get banned. There's no benefit to taking stuff from other people. Exactly. I mean, really, when it gets down to it, if someone's so desperate for one thing on the server, I'd I'd rather give it to them as a GM than have them destroy someone else's crap and just to get a, a me, one block. Trust me, people. He will give it to you. Mm -hmm. He he is that type of GM. I may kill you afterward, but I will give it to you. <laughs> <laughs> me and uh, me and Dave implemented uh, a new. A new uh, plugin for the server that is awesome. I'm going to talk about it in Creeper Corner, though. That prevents a lot of the griefing. Or theft, oh, yeah. if you will. And we, like, for the after the person who burned down everything, 
I pretty much stopped all fire spread on the server. <laughs> so it would take someone like a week to burn down a house. <laughs> and, if, and if you're coming on the server, don't even try to build TNT because that's been disabled as well. Well, well you, you I'd can... like to say that that's a that was also there to stop Joe. Yeah, kind of for me too. <laughs> but, but I love how it still does player damage. You remember when we were in that uh, PvP arena, and I was just messing around with uh, NSS, uh, <laughs> Dave. I would play. I would place a block in front of him, then a lever. Then destroy. Then destroy the TNT. I was following around. I, I was following around Brokes and Warlock, and just <laughs> randomly placing uh, TNT next to pressure pads. Mm-hmm. Just to mess with him. I think I got Brokes or almost got him. And uh Warlock was smart enough to know to steal my TND instead of instead of set it off, which I love you guys for putting up with my trying to so explain. All you. we did is we disabled block damage from TNT so you can still make it and use it. That right there should send a clear message to people. This server goes through extra steps to protect people's blocks from being destroyed. Yep. So when you're coming mm-hmm. over here to play on this server, you should have it in your mind that destroying people's blocks is one of the fastest ways to get off of the server. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Indeed. And creepers don't blow up blocks anymore as well on the server. They blow up people, just not blocks. Exactly. If we're not going to let the creepers destroy people's houses, we're not going to let you either. <laughs> Uh, we are like I started a new project of building of building different PvP events or uh, arenas on the server. Oh, they're so cool! The first one I built was this like castle defense one where there's two keeps on either side of this gigantic arena. I, I, I like to think of that one as a uh, capture the flag. It kind of is, game. kind of, kind of like that because there's a redstone torch on the roof of either keep, and the whole goal is is that. Is basically to go to the opposite player's keep or the opposite team's keep and light the redstone torch, basically claiming that keep and the win. And the very first game, we actually I I took myself off of uh, creative mode and ungod myself and put chain armor and a simple iron sword on and a bow. And I went I teamed up with uh, who did I team with NSS? Uh, NSS seven hundred and I Bailey XD. No, Bailey didn't join until after the match. It was just me and NSS. He joined after the no. match because I didn't recognize him and tried to kill him. No, he was on your team and he did he try to kill you. He was not until after the match was over. Fine. <laughs> okay. Jeez, I'm not going to argue. <laughs> and for everybody out there that's just waiting to find Joe when he has God mode off to get a shot at him, just remember, he's going to remember who actually kills him. <laughs> <laughs> and Dan was teamed up with somebody else. I don't remember who. It was a two-on-two match. I remember that. And I remember because I, me and NSS had a plan that went flawless, by the way. Wound up uh, destroying Dan and his partner. Yeah, you And guys lighting the torch. Me. <laughs> you guys creamed my team. I, I'm like in a Skype call with, with my teammates going, okay, here's what we're going to do. You, you cover us with arrows from behind. And me and this guy will flank around them in circle. But that didn't work. I got I shot with an arrow to the head. My teammate put- got got a sword through the chest from another person. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> we put uh, creeper pits around. We even have randomly. Uh, well, every so often, I'll go in there and put eggs that will spawn creepers for people to use. Yeah, uh, and I had an idea, and Dave had the same idea at the same time, which was really cool. But what we did, he figured out how to do it. Is we made it. We put up uh, vending signs, 
in each of the fortresses that if you have one gold in your hand, you can get free armor and free weapons in each keep for that match. Oh yeah, that's awesome. With a chest where you can put that gold piece away in that chest for when you die, you can take it out again, go to the science, get more armor and weapons, and be ready to go again. So you don't have to worry about losing your own armor and weapons. You can just go in there. It's more of a even playing field. Yes, yes it is. Because uh, I, I remember that Bailey was trying to come in with a set of uh, fully enchanted diamond armor. <laughs> it's I'm a like, great way to lose it. Because when you're no, in those arenas, no. when you're in those arenas, if you kill somebody and you take their stuff, too bad for them. <laughs> Yeah, we can't replace. We're not gonna replace that. Nah, you, when you, you bring it in and you lose it, that's your. You fault. go into a PvP arena, it's fair game. <laughs> when you're in there, it's fair game. That's why we put those those armor in there. People didn't have to worry about losing their stuff. And like 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 Dave was saying, we have that chest in there where they call it the GM random chest on each <laughs> of the keeps. I remember I've put in like two creeper spawner eggs in one of them. Can you imagine just walking around with a creeper spawner egg and throwing it at an enemy and running? Dude, uh, my okay. I'll go more into that about my PvP faction, but one of my members got those spawn eggs and brought them to our fortress. So if we ever get attacked, you got them <laughs> off out of the fortress. That's stealing from the fortress. That's stealing from the PvP arena. Those are for those PvP matches, not to be taken. Okay, I'll, I will. Yeah, go to Jeez, really. These people, yeah. wow. common sense. So now- so now Dave really is the third Dave. chair because Dan just got booned from the game. <laughs> Thief. I I didn't I didn't take him. One of the mm-hmm. one of the members to the faction took him. He thought that they were free to take out of the arena. That's they're they they're free chairs. while you're in the arena for that match. That's what he didn't understand. That's what should be obvious was, to everybody. It was a simple <laughs> misunderstanding. Yeah. Seems like there needs to be some method of killing people before they What we are going to do, guys, um, I talked to Ivarwin today about this, and I believe you were on that call too, Fred, about what we want to do is, is add a, a tab on a page on our website, minecraftofftherecord.com, specifically with server details, the server IP address, rules of the server, any, any other information you need to know about the server, like who the admins are, who to contact, that kind of thing. So I'm going to get that up ASAP for everybody. But, I mean, it's pretty much common sense things. I mean, we set the server up for everybody to have a blast in, and for the most part, I think people have a lot of fun. I mean, we see people on, like, 20 people on in a night sometimes. That's when it gets fun. I think that was the most that we've seen on the server so far. You're not supposed so to say far, that, yeah. Dan. Jeez, they just <laughs> look weak. <laughs> hey, well, the, the that, server that's, is... half, that's half of well, full capacity. There are people that on it all the times. server is doing real well. There's... Yeah, we're gaining more people all the time on the server. Yeah, you might need to raise the limit for it. Oh, oh, Dave, we gotta tell him. I see in your notes, you, you've got it on your notes. Yeah. I finished the dungeon, and Dave built something awesome. He started building yes. it, and I helped him build the rest of it, but it was it's so much fun. Dave, what do you got, man? Well, first off, I wanted to talk about the medieval city, mm-hmm. but I will get into the dungeon. Um, the medieval city is what we did is we made another hole in the world where we made a medieval city. It's all, it's, it's beautiful. And we have, it's just for guilds and, um, people's shops, but that's where we have the egg shop, which, um, anyone who wants to buy eggs for like cows, um, livestock, we even have mushroom eggs for sale there. 
and people can come into my inn and, and buy and sell or whatever. And we also have behind this large um, stone wall is a castle. And within the castle is the castle dungeon or dungeon quest or quest or quest dungeon number two. Inside of this thing is a list of 11 traps that you have to go through or to 11 get to rooms. the very end. 11, 11 rooms. 11 rooms, yeah. yes. And because I got fed up with flying through each trap, setting myself on fire, getting through them all, <laughs> I was like, you know what? I'm making viewing rooms. So there are there's a GM viewing booth for every room, at least one. And it makes it so fun just to watch people hop and skip through there. I, I love and so their, far their deaths. No one hilarious. has beaten the dungeon yet. Watching them go through the dungeon wasn't even the funniest part because you guys summoned me there when people were starting to go through. The funniest part was when they were talking in chat and being like, "Oh, well, they can't beat the dungeon themselves, so they force <laughs> us to do it." Like you guys, we don't force anybody. Forcing them to go through the dungeon. I can promise this though: the rewards for beating it. Are astronomical. Oh, yeah, it's probably really say, good. Though, this, the same rules apply for the dungeon, where if you take something in there and lose it, it's not going to be reimbursed, right? Well, you actually well, have signs on the beginning of the fortress that say "No items allowed." You take nothing for that on specific you. reason. Yeah, yeah. If you take anything into any of the miscellaneous places that Joe builds, it, you're taking it at your own risk. You're not going to get it back. Well, what we what I had a plan to do, and I actually talked to Dave briefly about this earlier, but I'm going to build, I plan on building multiple dungeons throughout the server for fun for you guys, and I want to theme them. And the next one's going to be a, an Egyptian style, and the dungeon's going to be actually inside of a gigantic pyramid. Oh, you need to do an Indiana lot. Jones style one. I want it to be kind of like an open dungeon, like you can see every trap on your way down, and... The only way to get through the dungeon is to do it trap by trap by trap basis. I'm planning it already in my head. I'm, I'm wanting it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to we'll strategize, Dave, after the show. Oh yeah, I want I want to see you guys do a winter theme one. Yeah, I want to do one with ice. I've already had that in my mind too. <laughs> Dang ice! No, not ice. That will make jumping puzzles so hard. There is already. So you haven't hard. seen room a... number 10. Room 10. I yes. haven't got room past room three. Room. <laughs> NSS. Room three. NSS has actually made it all the way to, to room 11, the final room. And he was cursing my name after trying that room twice. <laughs> he's he's beat it. He's Well, he's gotten to room 11 twice and has 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 failed room 11 twice now. <laughs> I'm waiting for him to get to it. He's he's getting close. I mean, I saw him every time he's on. That guy is in that dungeon, and all I'm seeing is NSS burned to death, or NSS tried to swim in lava, or NSS got blown up, NSS got shot by an arrow. <laughs> we actually Hilarious. there was one trap that everyone was yelling and screaming about how difficult it was. So I built a workaround. So if you fall to the pit and you're still alive, there's a chance you can make it out. And redo that trap. But unfortunately, it sets you back two traps, two rooms. <laughs> but there is the possibility that you could get back through it. When I designed this and, dungeon, I planned out every room and how they would work in, in succession. And I even designed it, it to be like a step up. So the easiest room is the first one. And then it gets harder and harder and harder progressively until you get to the final room, which is an actual nightmare. It's beatable. We've proven it's beatable. It's just a nightmare. 
So, Joe, how many people have their beds sitting right outside the dungeon? I think I counted five the last time we were we were on the server. Yeah, there's like five beds outside the dungeon for people just to respawn and go. I don't know. I'm I'm planning on at least um, ten to twelve rooms for the next one. But yeah, there's so much fun. I mean, like for instance, the second room, the third room is this. It's a small room, but there's like you come onto a ledge, and there's a ledge to the right that goes around, and there's a lava. That's just in crowd in there. And on the other side of that lava is half of a door that's half full of lava. And a little jumping block in the middle. The whole point is you got to catch on fire to get through that. And there's a, a, a little block of water at the very end of that tunnel. And I timed this thing and designed it to where you have literally between one and one and a half hearts left by the time you hit that water. And by the time you get to the next room, it's full of skeletons. <laughs> you shoot it, you spawn on the jumping pads and... I love oh. that skeleton room too. I put a little. I, I have to talk to you. Does Dave, What's up? I have to talk about talk about trap number two. The creepers that spawn on that one block that you're supposed to jump on. <laughs> that was Dave's sheer genius. That, that is Dave. intentional. <laughs> I hate you so <laughs> yes. much. There is a jumping block in trap two that above the jumping block is a creeper spawner, and. <laughs> It will spawn a creeper on the block, and you have to punch the creeper off, jump to the block, and jump off of it before a second creeper spawns on top of it and blows up. I love that trap. There's a <laughs> um, Dave actually designed one of the rooms, and I I thought it was sheer genius. He it's like it's nothing more than three pistons, but how it works is there's a one single one block ledge with a wall to your left and lava to your right. And these pistons go in and out at random intervals. He, he set up the redstone to where it times it, to they randomly go in and out at different points. So you have to just kind of time it, and there's no real timing structure to it, so it's even harder. <laughs> now, NSS has got a, got it down pat. What he does is he, time, he, he only goes one at a time, and he skips in between them, and goes in between them, and, in between, and then he shoots out real quick. But I've seen some people get gutsy and try to run through all three at once and i've seen someone make all three at once i was like that's amazing there was there's one point we have the viewing room for that room is literally on the other side of the lava from those pistons and it's just a giant glass wall and i I saw one person do it and they got smacked by a piston and they smacked into the the glass and fell into the lava and all i could picture myself in my head was this guy going Face planted into lava, you know, with the cheek squished against the, the glass and falling down. As he <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I was dying. <laughs> Smack. <laughs> Squish. Oh, we're evil. <laughs> and one of the rooms is extremely simple to beat, but I've seen people go in there and go, I hate this room! It's the water room. Number, was it number six or seven? Oh, the no. The wall of water no. all the way around? Yes, that's oh. number... That's seven, because eight is the seven. eight's the switch room. That's when it starts getting insane. Room. Yeah. The button, the button room. room is hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Now, the button... Go ahead. Oh, uh, go ahead. You want me to explain Yeah, it? go ahead. Okay, the button room has three walls, about ten, twelve long each one of them buttons covering it like four high or something like that three high and it's all buttons three different doors that can possibly open in three different directions and you have to know not only the right direction to go but find out which buttons 
open the top and which buttons open the bottom for each door. And then what order to do it in. Oh, yeah. Because they're timed differently. One of the buttons... Now, I found people, that was too easy for people. Really? I couldn't let that happen. So I put a zombie spawner in the very center of the room... So it's on zombies while people are trying to open up. Well, the doors. then it became too difficult. We were watching people just like running around, nothing but running around in a circle while hitting, trying to hit a button as they run by it. So I went in there and, and put uh, lava pits that were are clearly visible, so people have just so they get in their heads to try to, you know, force the zombies into the lava pits and then go try the buttons really quick before the next zombie spawns. So the moral is, don't ever think that you've learned the dungeon, because they're going to change things around from day to day. <laughs> no, we had a quick testing period, you know, just to see. <laughs> We're still testing some of the rooms, because only NSS has tried them. He's only been able to make it to them. I think he's the only one that's made it to number 10 and 11. I think a yep. couple people have well, made it to um, 9. And I think, yeah, 9's the, the, water, the random waterfall one that has the blazes and the skeletons. Mm-hmm. And I that one took some work because yeah. we had a a bit of an issue with uh what are they called? Oh, silverfish. Silverfish. I oh, was an idiot. I'm still fighting those. And I forgot that silverfish like to borrow borrow into the the blocks. And when you go near the block, they jump out of the block, destroying the block. And so they they kind of like migrated throughout parts of the dungeon, destroying blocks as they come out. Ugh, nightmare. It's so much better now that we took okay. out the, the silverfish spawner. I've got some feedback for you guys through my Skype calls. Mm-hmm. One, the blazes, too hard. No. Way, way too hard. I have, no, I'm an evil told. genius, okay? Look, <laughs> there is waterfall in that room for two reasons. One, to make the jumping timing harder because the waterfall comes down at random points. But two, blazes are damaged by water. Uh, yeah. There's also in the entryway to that room. There's a long water path. So if you're really that stuck, you can hide in the entryway, and they'll fall in the water and get damaged and die. So, so Joe, isn't it safe to assume that you didn't put up any of these traps that you and Dave couldn't make it through? Right. I I actually put myself back to um, survival mode for each room after they were built and tested each one of them. And if it was too difficult for me to try, like, get it after, like, the 20th try, I redesigned it and rebuilt it to make it easier and more manageable. So every okay. room has been fully tested. We know that it's very, very possible to get through them. I mean, I used to be a game designer. So I kind of look at, when I'm designing these kind of, these challenges for everybody, I look at it the same way when I was designing levels for, you know, God of War or whatever. It's, I got to make sure it's they got the right challenge and it is, is doable. Like when I had, I actually have some people on the server when I'm building these rooms come in and test them for me as well to see if they're manageable. Yeah. I I am Joe's favorite guinea pig. <laughs> yeah, but Dan, do you actually make it through any of the traps he sets out, or sometimes just do it to watch you die and laugh? Oh, so I mean, I can't wait to build the next one, Dave. I've already got plans just streaming through oh, my man. head. The second you said, "Hey, let's make a, a big pyramid dungeon," I was I was thinking. <laughs> okay, dude, can can you guys help me with you? Uh, let me help you with it, please. Absolutely, we're throwing you in lava. Yep, we're gonna have you as our. Not never, that I, way. Well, we'll have you as our guinea pig. Best way for you to help. I want to help build it. Nah, you're a guinea pig. Let me guinea pig. Well, build your own, Dan. Oh, poor Dan. Poor Dan. Oh. If 
But yeah, so me and the moral of the story is me and Dave are always trying to improve the server. You know what? On that point, I think I will. Guys, if you're on the server, if you have a cool trap idea, make it. And then show it to us, and we'll see if we can implement it in one of the new dungeons. I think that would be a great idea. Oh, that'd be fun, yeah. Definitely. Always if, if you do, ideas. If you want to help us with the dungeon, set up a room, make a trap, okay. and we will we will set it up in a dungeon if it's good. Like I, uh, like, I know how you guys do the sign that says room something out of something. Mm-hmm. Then what then what the room is named. On that sign, I was thinking that you can also put designed by then the username. If they yeah, design that trap. Yeah, if you design it, we'll put your name on it. Definitely. Give you credit for it, no doubt. Uh, you know what, Bailey? You know, if, if you guys do come up with a good idea, we might throw something in for you guys for doing that. Yeah, definitely. Me and Dave are always doing weird things. Like, recently I did a, I did a little game on the server where I took a, a diamond pickaxe, diamond shovel, uh, a diamond axe, a diamond sword, and a bow and arrow, or a bow, and I enchanted them with level 40 enchants. And I took these items, and we did a little bit of a game with everybody that was on the server at the time, <laughs> called Find the Find the Admin. So everyone <laughs> gathered up into the the teleport sphere, which is the main central sphere of the, of the I s- server. I swear, Daniel <laughs> was that so thing mad. Was rigged. It was not rigged. I swear it was. It was not. <laughs> Just because you didn't win anything. I didn't win a single thing. Well, it's let's put it this way: I'm too lazy to do that. Joe. So I, what I did is I enchanted a bunch of gold picks and hid them around the server on the floating islands in in chests just out in the, out in the open. Dave loves so, doing that kind of thing. He loves hiding I, stuff. I, no one has found them yet, to the best of my knowledge. I found one. Are... <laughs> you did? Yeah. Okay. It is a cool location I put it in, isn't it? It is. I like how you did it. Uh... <laughs> so they're, they're hidden around the server. I'm waiting for people to find them. But I hid three different ones, and I'm seeing who's going to find them. And then, uh, so yeah. just because Dan likes to accuse Joe of rigging the events, we're just going to put this out there that if anybody can send us a screenshot of their trap killing Dan, we'll give him a special reward. <laughs> yes. What? If, if Dan dies in your trap, you get a reward. <laughs> what about if somebody dies in my trap? We actually- then they get banned. <laughs> that's it done <laughs> well, all I did was hide I would go find a spot in the server crouch down and give him a hint where I was at and everyone just took off at the same time to go find me so everyone had an equal chance so at our server it's like yeah. I'm underwater <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't be able to find you <laughs> I tried to make it easy I mean the whole thing with all items was over and done within like 30 minutes and then when it gets to be Dan's turn, you're like, Okay, Dan, I got something just for you. I'm under lava. Come find me. <laughs> uh, so, Fred, what have you been doing, man? Oh, I had a crazy week. I, after last week's episode, when we were talking about, uh, you know, Dan claiming an island in the sky or whatever he did, I got the idea that since I am the Dirt Master, I was going to go build my own island out in the middle of the ocean. And I did this because originally, as me and Dan spoke about last week, I had built a house on an island with Dan. And then some stupid squatter came out there and (laughs) built stuff all around my house. Like, literally, I opened my door and there is a cattle farm behind my house. And everywhere around me, there's like wheat planted. And it, it looked, I felt like one of those little houses 
of somebody that refused to sell their land and a bunch of skyscrapers built up on both sides of them. <laughs> this cattle farm was so huge I could not even see my stone tower with the torches going around it when I was on the island. I wandered around for like 30 minutes not being able to find my house and then I actually had to ask Dave to help me and he's like, oh, your house is over here on the other side of this cattle farm, <laughs> which is why I did not recognize it at all. And I think at this point it'd be a good time to mention that if you come on our server, don't do that. If somebody has something built, do not build right on top of them. No, there's, there's more than enough room on the server. More than enough room for everybody. I mean, there's still a lot of islands, floating islands that are unclaimed. I mean... Oh, yeah. There's floating islands unclaimed. There's a huge underground area that a lot of people just stop building in. But, I mean, heck... If, man, I'm about to start building in the underground again. If you have a big project in mind that you want a good amount of property, just tell a GM. We'll happily, like, fence it off for you and mark it. And we won't let anybody build on it. Man, yeah, there's it, one guy, um, Origin. I went out in the middle of nowhere. I came across this amazing building. Yeah, he's... Origin, if you're listening, cool building, bro. He did awesome a good building. job with it. I was really impressed. And then oh, Reg, I'm... man, he's gotten crazy with his little sky bridges. Yeah, Reg, good bridges. <laughs> Even though, <laughs> Dave, he was uh, building towards a medieval city, his sky bridge, and it was getting close to it. So Dave went over there, put a sign on it that says, uh, you're encroaching GM airspace, please turn around. <laughs> well the cool thing is he built off diagonally so it's all cool i just didn't want it directly over the the medieval city that right kind of killed medieval city a little bit okay you know if you guys well, if you guys get a sign from the gms like something like that don't worry we're not gonna ban you we're just gonna no just doing that to warn you and we do like tormenting some of the players for fun but those are usually the cool play the, the cool people like dan well, okay mainly okay sir the server cool. tries I, I will to function allow you guys as a... to do it now I'm, the server I'm tries to function as a giant natural Minecraft atmosphere where people are just supposed to build and have fun. You know, we have those usual rules of don't grief people, don't steal from people. But along with common sense, if you see somebody's building something somewhere, don't build all around them. Because that is one of the times when the admins on the server can get involved and actually evict you from that territory. Mm-hmm. And we will, too. We've done it. And we're not yeah, going to so ban you. We're just going to say, look, time to move on. We'll give you guys you know, a chance to well, get your stuff and get out of there. But I'm going to give you a warning. If you if you keep doing it, banning could possibly be an option. The moral of that story? Um, hopefully, I'm on and not Dave. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think what it comes down to is that's a mild form of griefing somebody. It is. It is it a is. form of griefing. To build uh, around somebody, it is. I'm going to say this, though. We do have a secret GM on the server, and we will not to say who it is. They're not on the show. We won't say who it is, though. So be warned. Even if me and Dave are not on, there's someone watching. <laughs> there uh, could, Reg there in could the chat. be a few bro, you know. What? Reg in the, Reg in the chat just said, uh, Dean is a bit more Old Testament. And I will agree <laughs> that there's a shrine. Someone built a shrine to me, and I didn't do it. I think it's it's awesome. I'm going to put a box there, and depending on what uh, people have sacrificed to me for the day by putting in the box, y'all may be getting, you know, a good day or a bad day. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> Nothing in the box that day. I'm going around with lightning arrows. If somebody puts a few gold blocks in there, I may possibly be going around with cake. We That's have a, a mod that allows you to make different arrow types. 
And there's recipes. We we have it on our, for, our official forums that has that, the recipes forum, but we're going to put it on the website too. But there's an arrow called a Doombringer arrow. I, would, I just picture Dave with that. <laughs> it launches like <laughs> massive explosions all around a certain radius with lightning bolts striking everywhere. It's awesome. <laughs> he has to upload the Greek god skin, look like Zeus when he's doing that. Oh, throwing totally, lightning I'm down. fucking the, the Tyrael skin right now in... in uh... Appreciation for Diablo three coming out in a day or two. I'm rocking my material skin, I, and everybody was like, "You look like a USB port." Why? Thank you, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> no, an Ethernet you know, port, not a USB port. You know what that means, QGN server? We all got to get started on Dave's chariot. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna have it hooked to a pig. So, Fred, tell us about your island, man. I want to hear about this. Since that person decided to build right next to my house, I actually took the other route. I could have asked the admins to remove them from the territory but since i only had that little house there i decided to take the other route since they had built a lot more than me and i actually tore down my house and moved out into the middle of the ocean and i swam until like i couldn't see anything around me and that's when i started whipping out all that dirt that the dirt master always has on him at all times and I went down to the bottom of the ocean, and I started building a dirt pillar and moving it all the way up. And it wasn't just like a one-by-one one dirt pillar. It was a wide dirt pillar. And I built all the way up until I started forming a little island. And then eventually, Joe logged in, and he asked what I was doing. And he came out there, and I told him, I said, I'm building an island because I want to have my own turf where people aren't going to mess with me and won't build up on it. And so I asked him if he wanted to help, and so he got down there and started helping me build the island. And when I say that, don't automatically think, you know, that the admins just spawn islands randomly. Like, Joe actually got down there and was helping me build it. And it, well, I when did, it was too. Done, I helped you build up that uh, pillar under the island to... Uh, to build a mine. Make your, yeah, your mine. Which that yeah. was... <clears throat> Fun. <laughs> I mean, we don't always use our god powers on server. We like to do, get get our hands dirty too and have fun. Even though that the admins will be generous from time to time, it's not a good idea to beg them when you're on the server. Don't don't beg them for stuff all the time, like putting up islands and stuff. They'll help you periodically, but when you're begging <laughs> all the time, you're less likely to get anything. Yeah, from when uh, Dan and his little group were out trying to build their their little guild fortress thingy. I was out there building like a little temporary longhouse for them, and <laughs> I was just kind of doing all kinds of little crap around them. So what well, you're saying is you were griefing them by building next to their place. I was building stuff for them. Jeez. <laughs> Trying to be a nice GM for once. Yeah, he was doing your job, Dave. He was building <laughs> stuff for people and helping them. <laughs> and uh, Only I bet when he was done, Dave, the building wasn't full of cows. <laughs> See, then that means he wasn't doing it right. It had to be lined with cake or cows to be able to be a a properly built house. Proper well, no, admin he's built. Building it for Dan's people. So, like, as soon as Dan like chiseled into it, it should have been filled with creepers. I mean, come on, they're called the Knights well, of QGN. I had to help them out somehow. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I guess. <laughs> but anyhow, um, we 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 finished the island. We built this dirt island, and it was just an island, like a giant like one level above the water island just flat land nothing else there so what i did next was i got a bed and i set it up on the island so i could find my way back because i was having a heck of a time finding my way to and from land from where i was because i was out in the middle of nowhere and then 
I eventually had Dave come out there and he hooked me up with a method to get back and forth from the mainland to my island because I kept getting lost. And then I went back to the mainland and I started harvesting stone and everything else I didn't have out there yet. And trees. I started cutting down trees all over the place and getting my own saplings. And I went out there and I planted trees and wheat and started my own little society out there. (laughs) My own bio and then we set up the mine me and dave and that was a heck of a time because the pillar underneath the island was only so wide we didn't actually make the it as wide as the island yet i'm still working on that putting dirt under there every once in a while and when we were trying to make the mine going down we kept hitting spots where water would just pour in and we'd have to plug it up and dig another way Mm-hmm. So Dave eventually went on the outside and started making it thicker around so we could actually go in a spiral down underneath the ocean. And when we got under there, I had a bit of luck getting things like iron and able to make some tools. And I kept cutting down my trees every time they'd grow and I'd plant the new saplings. And now I have like a two-story wooden cottage there with uh, trees all around the island. And I got It's a amazing, Fred. Water- I went over to see your place just just earlier, like or last night, and he went from this single tower of of, of dirt, Fred, to this really cool, like cozy cottage and environment all around him with animal pens and I'm like, oh geez, <laughs> that's not the <laughs> master of dirt. I, I built a little animal pen. It started off as one, and. There was no animals out there. So that's the only thing I actually had to ask Dave for. I asked him if he'd come out there and spawn me a few mushrooms because I really liked those and I had no idea how to get any to my island. So he he hooked me up with some mushrooms and then I started breeding them to get more. And then it was actually that that when you asked me to make the mushrooms that spurred me to make the uh, the egg farm in uh, medieval city. Well, then Dave's hanging out with me on my island, and I'm showing him everything that I built. And I look out into the water, and there's this cow floating there out of nowhere. (laughs) And I'm like, a cow? I'm like, I want a cow now. So uh, I went out into the water, and I'm trying to push her to the island. And Dave's like, dude, just offer her some wheat, and she'll follow you. (laughs) So I didn't have any wheat with me at the time because I didn't cut it down yet. So Dave came out there and uh, put some weed in his hand and led the cow over to my mushroom pen. (laughs) And then I eventually expanded the pen and made it into two separate pens. And I put the cow in the other one, and I've been breeding her with the mushrooms trying to get some more cows. They're working out pretty well. How's that working for you? Have you got any cows to be born, or are they all born that evil red mushroom-looking things? They're mushrooms so far. Uh, from what I read on the wiki, there's like a 50-50 chance that it could be either or. That's uh, cool. The baby cows are cute. <laughs> yeah, it's twice I, as big. I, found, uh, I can turn the mushrooms into cows if I need to. Just harvest the mushrooms off of them and then they turn into cows. Oh, really? Yeah, you need a pair of shears, though, it said. Yeah. Oh, well, you're going to have to make some shears now. Uh, one step at a time. I just <laughs> made a bucket. Oh, man. <laughs> Moving up in the world, huh? Yeah. I, th- I think that's like two episodes in a row you've said that. <laughs> <laughs> so, Dan, uh, how was how was your week, man? Uh, it was fun. A lot of hard work as well. I have been managing a PvP faction. We just 
recently built up our keep, uh, which took a lot of work. And uh, thanks to, thanks to Brokes, he is my master builder. Self, uh, I appointed him my master builder because he is an architect, man. He is awesome. But uh, within this keep, we've got separate rooms for me and my second in command, I Bailey XD. No, not I Bailey XD, Chris or Kamaru. Uh, and I've got a room for myself. We've got a blacksmithing room. We have a kitchen. We have the bunkhouse, which is temporary until we have the town set up. But we plan on putting people into that town so they can live in their own little house. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, when Dan's kind of fooled himself on the server, finish. too. It's kind of funny. He's got, like, a <laughs> sign. I am lord of all and everything I see. I am the master of QGN and blah, 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 blah. Nope. <laughs> no. All, all that I he, put on that sign was our has... fearless leader, Boontini. Yeah, see? He even and I has am the leader. a giant cult leader uh, chair <laughs> I upstairs. saw that. It's a throne. <laughs> it's a throne to Boontini. And yeah. I, I didn't build it. I didn't build uh, it. Mr. Rokes built well, it. Mr. Max has when asked Dan, in, the, in the chat room if, if the GMs can spawn villagers. Yes, we can. When Dan built his fortress, he took me over there to show it to me. And I had this uh, creeper spawner that Dave gave me, and I didn't know exactly what it did yet. So I'm inside Dan's fortress, and I throw this thing down, and then this creeper blows up and kills me. And <laughs> well, then one of Dan's cohorts like stole all my stuff, so I find my way back to his fortress and like nobody's there. So he has these locks on the door, so I had to like punch holes in his wall to get inside there to go get my stuff. And then his bedroom door was locked too, so I had to punch holes in his bedroom Don't wall. Break down people's walls. No, I'm not done. <laughs> so I so I went in there and like there my stuff's just gone. And so, so they took my stuff, and then I go back over to get out of there, and he has no ladder or anything to crawl back out of this jail he built under his bedroom. So I had to, like, start stacking up these dirt blocks and climb out. But then I went outside, and, like, all his people from his faction are, like, piling back in there, and they're looking at the holes in the walls and stuff and trying to figure out what happened. <laughs> and I, I came back. After I got my pick back and I patched up the holes while they were all busy looking at them, wondering how somebody got in. <laughs> it was hilarious. Don't grief. I wanted my stuff back. That wasn't griefing. Okay, good point. I, I patched the, the holes doors when for I was a done. reason, Fred. Yeah, and you stole my stuff, you thief. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't steal it. Creepers, when they when they kill you, they can blow up your stuff. It's rare, but they can do it. I got one little thing to say about server before we move on. Is we don't permit cheating or exploits of any kind on the server. And we've had one particular person on the server who's used an exploit, which is kind of it's called a monster uh, farmer, where it automatically spawns monsters and drops them down a hole like 100 feet and kills them instantly. So you do stand there and get all the stuff from them. That stuff's not permitted. <clears throat> we don't allow that on the server at all. Or. Exploits through single, to, through personal um, uh, mods, and there's one that in particular that's like kind of like, it's called Ore Finder or something on those lines where it actually shows you where the ore is underground. That's an exploit, and we don't permit that on the server. Sorry. Wait, wait, wait. 
I have one question. Is Ray's Minimap okay? Oh, Ray's Minimap's awesome. I love that thing. That's cool. You okay. need to bring that up, Dan. Yeah, bring I'll it. add another mod. All right. We'll go into depth about Ray's Minimap. All right, what's your uh, tip of the week there, Dan? My tip of the week is uh, Fred brought this up last week, but he didn't really go into detail about it, uh, is how to make charcoal. What you do is uh, you put a wooden block, a sapling, or sticks uh, into a furnace. Uh, you put the wooden blocks on the top and your fuel, which can be practically anything that has to do with wood or regular coal, and that will make you a piece of charcoal. I found that, that that using just the regular wood before you turn it into planks, the harvested wood, works better because one harvested wood will actually make two coal. But uh, it's it's very, very useful, especially if you can't find any coal when you first start out. I know Fred was doing that very early in the game, and it is a very, very useful thing for yeah. people who are starting out. Uh, on my hardcore game, I I live off of this stuff. Yeah, I, I, I haven't found when I first started. I had like wooden weapons and everything stored up, and then after I built my mine, I just destroyed all that crap. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what me and Jew, me and Jew, Joe do to that stuff is uh, make a trash hole. We dig a hole like two down. And just throw our stuff in there and let it despawn. I had a trash hole, but then you moved. Oh, poor <laughs> Boone. I was throwing all my stuff down your trap door. Oh. He, he doesn't even know what to say to that, Dave. I know, he's just like, <laughs> just completely, oh, that's horrible. <laughs> he's like, oh, that's why all that garbage was in my house all the time. <laughs> I wonder why every time I got out of bed, there was like a dozen wooden swords there. <laughs> Just thought Joe was griefing me again. No, not that time, no. <laughs> Alright, guys, let's go ahead and move on to our next segment from the zombie's mouth. Well, you heard it here. That's from the zombie's mouth. And here we are in the zombie's mouth, our news and rumors. What do we have today, Fred? Oh, today is major news about the Xbox 360 version that launched. Oh, yeah. That that, that launched recently, didn't it? Yes, Mm -hmm. it did. And there's a lot of mixed feelings about it. Mm, That's what I've been hearing. Well, as with a lot of games when it first launches, there are numerous bugs involved, which I'm sure they're going to fix them. It's just going to be a matter of time, but... I've made a little list of the bugs that have been confirmed and as well as some that have been claimed on the forums, which the only ones that I included are ones that multiple people have been claiming, so they just haven't been added to the confirmed list yet. And things such as world spawning with no caves, uh, host character data not saving, but all other players are. Hmm. Periodic game freezes after playing for several hours. Which oh my I god! Read, I read on the forums that one guy said he played for six hours and then his game froze up and he lost it all. Oh, oh I'd be livid. I, I've seen I, this I, one I, several, I would, several times I would too. punch my Xbox. Why? Uh, no, I'm kidding. Well, he I, wasn't I, I very happy. <laughs> uh, houses and other structures randomly disappear. Which someone said on there that they had built an entire house and they walked away and when they came back, the house was just gone. 
And this oh, is no. on their known issues now. It's Hero Brian. I swear it is. <laughs> Hero Brian came up several times in the thread, actually. <laughs> Game freezes when saving. Frame rate oh. drops when you get near the edge of the map. Well, I think it does with PC as well. I'm not, I don't know. Even when you're playing a single-player game and not even connected to Xbox Live, you're getting the lose, lost connection to server message and getting kicked back to select. Game freezes when opening your inventory. Some saves won't open. Oh, the Netherworld no. nether causes several freezes. Creatures spawn inside homes while players are sleeping. Oh, jeez. <laughs> okay, first off, that is the worst one because that's my real fear in life. <laughs> to but wake up and have 30 creepers around you. I wake up and like, zombie, oh no! You know, that's like my real life fear and then you have that in a game. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> game crashes when viewing leaderboards. Skeletons. Leaderboards. That's an Xbox 360 exclusive. Oh. Skeletons unable to damage players while jumping. Huh. Making cake consumes a bucket in the creation process. I don't think I want to touch that cake. <laughs> it's hard. Better be. <laughs> exactly. I was thinking, Dave. The, the, way put, the way that you put it in the uh, in the notes makes it sound like the cake eats a bucket in the creation process. Daniel, it's, only it says cake only consumes a only bucket. you would think that, Dan. All right, moving on. That's what it looks like. If a tool breaks during harvesting, that node no longer gives its resource. Could you imagine, like, having an iron a a pick and picking a diamond out? Like, yeah, I'm getting a diamond! Then your thing breaks right as the, the node pops open and you don't get your diamond? Well, not even if it breaks oh. right as it pops open. If you're using an iron pick and harvesting a diamond and your pick breaks on the first swing, then you start using another iron pick, that diamond won't give a resource oh, okay. at all. I, that I, sucks so weather, bad. Weather is different in the same spot for two different people. Wow. So if you and your friend are standing in the same spot, it could be raining on one screen and sunny on the other. Squids can fly. I've seen <laughs> one on PC version. I've seen one. I'm not crazy. I took a screenshot of it. They can fly out of the ocean and attack you. <laughs> 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 Running around me getting me inked. <laughs> Give me a minute. I gotta. I gotta take that one in. <laughs> some, <laughs> some blocks appear black in texture, and I assume that's other than bedrock. <laughs> Mobs immune to damage in tall grass, so make oh, sure geez. you take Pikachu with you. <laughs> <laughs> Don't go into the tall grass alone, y'all. <laughs> Professor Oak won't let you go. Lots of pathing issues. Mobs walk through glass. Water can't That's... be placed properly. What'd you say, Dan? Mobs can walk through glass? Yeah, oh they walk God. right through it like it isn't even there. I, I, On top of that, they're going to walk in through your house and through the glass. I know. I mean, if you have, like, a huge window, uh, you'll just see a creeper. Ha, you can't get me. There's glass. Oh, God. No, so that's when you're sleeping inside your bed and the zombies spawn there. As soon as you wake up, they can run through your window to get out. Seeds do not plant correctly. Yeah, seeds do not plant correctly. Mobs behind blocks take no damage. There is currently a bug allowing players to exploit and duplicate items. So what I'm getting from all this list is that it's not Minecraft. It's just a broken version of what is a shell of Minecraft. 
exactly. Like people are not happy at all right now. That they they really have a lot of stuff they need to fix. Yeah, that's not good. Well, the biggest question is, can you place dirt? <laughs> I would assume so. Nobody's complaining about that yet. All right, so you're good for the game, Fred. If you wanted to play it, you'd have no problems. Exactly. I, okay. Everything that I require is not in this list. We're good. <laughs> All I need now is the next. Here's what's in the game and what's not compared to the PC version. Um, many players find the Xbox controller very comfortable with triggers replacing mouse clicks on the PC version. I can see this, honestly. I mean, even I don't really like the Xbox controller at all. It feels clunky to me, but I can still see how they can map it, and it would be actually quite comfortable. There is no creative and survival mode choices. That's not good. No, it seems like the entire game is in survival mode. It's like a watered-down version between creative and survival. Hmm. And there's no hunger mechanic that you need to manage. Oh my god, I've been wishing that they'd take rid of, get rid of that. I th- I'd like it's it in the game. It's the most annoying thing in the world. But it adds another element to the game that I like. It kind of gives it more, a slightly more of an RPG feel. More of a, yeah. a naturalist feel to it. I mean, before that, animals were useless. You they weren't useless. What they, what they did before the uh, hunger bar is if you took damage, you can take a pork chop and it'll just... Refill your health. Yeah, you don't need I to know, refill your were... health, health bar all the way to regain health. So I believe that they should bring that back and get rid of the hunger bar. I disagree with you because I really enjoy the hunger mechanic. I, I do think that the hunger mechanic is kind of annoying, but it's been there since I started the game, so it's just another mechanic of the game as far as I'm concerned. Uh, it doesn't really matter to me one way or another whether it's there. But <clears throat> you can punch wool off of sheep. But there are no shears for taking leaf blocks. <laughs> I just see this. <laughs> so Punch. it Give basically me. is like before they added the hunger mechanic, like the patch before that, it was exactly like this on the PC. Yeah, they said that the Minecraft for Xbox is based off of like the 1.6 beta build. Of yeah, that, that's PC. exactly what I'm thinking. Yeah, they did say that um, there's no jungles or associated creatures in the Xbox version. Mm-hmm. And map yeah, that, sizes that, that, are one thousand by one thousand blocks. That's small. Yeah, I, I think they have a previous version of Minecraft running on the Xbox 360. Oh, well, obviously. Yeah. You have to bear in mind also that the Xbox has severely limited hardware compared to a PC. It so does. they had to water it down to make it able to work. Yeah, but I'm not sure you had to water it down this much, like a thousand by a thousand. In multiplayer? Come on. That's that's so tiny. Especially when multiplayer is only limited to eight people. Jeez, I, I can't see a thousand by a thousand being reasonable. Uh, they, could, they could also increase it as the builds go further on. But at this point, with that long list of bugs, I think the map size is one of the least of their concerns. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. In a big way. Yeah, if, if you can't plant seeds... Then <laughs> you're, you know. you're you're screwed. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it matters how small your map is. So what do why don't we go into the multiplayer function for the Minecraft Xbox three sixty? Okay. Well, players first form a single player game and in order to enable online you check the online box when you're creating the game, and then players can join. Players cannot select a unique or persistent skin in the Xbox three sixty version. There are a number of preset skins that are signed as players join the game. 
So basically, the skin that you have in Minecraft is determined by what number of player you are joining that game. There's no oh, way that's... to save a skin or pick one. That is retarded. I, I know that the most well, fun mechanic that I like is being able to make, edit, or just choose a skin. Well, this is reasonable, though, because mm-hmm. it's the same thing you expect from any port to a console, is that the, the ability to customize is going to be very limited in comparison to a PC version. So I can see this as being reasonable. Yeah. Even if you can't customize, though, it should be like the original 007 even on 64 where if you're playing it multiplayer they should have a list you can pick from which one you want to be. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it shouldn't just be where they force you into a certain skin based on who you are joining the game. Or at least let you make minor changes to your characters. I mean, like, extremely minor. No, I don't think that they'll do that because that's more data they have to save. I could see them making it so that you could switch between. Uh, What else is there, though? Well, this is the big one that a lot of people are enraged about. In order to utilize the four-player split-screen technology, you are required to have an HD TV. When questioned as to why players were not made aware of the split-screen requirement prior to purchasing the game, Microsoft responded, In-game prompts alert players of the HD requirements for split-screen multiplayer. So, pretty much you have to buy the game to find out that you can't use it. (laughs) Lovely. And Microsoft has stated that they will not be giving any refunds to people that are dissatisfied because they can't use it with their TV. Well, that just seems unreasonable that they they extremely they do um in the the description of the game on the uh Microsoft or the Xbox Live store, it says that it does support split screen for 1 through 4 players. There, it should say, where only when you're playing on an HDTV. But it doesn't. There was an article that William Usher wrote on Gaming Blend, which is a gaming website, and he wrote, As indicated on the Yahoo Answers board, some gamers are saying that this should have been made clearer and that it was false advertisement. However, it's not true that it's false advertising because it was printed in the game's listing. However... It just wasn't made readily clear beforehand or emboldened that less than HDTVs are non-functioning for the game's offline split screen. It's an easy listing to miss, and it's quite ambiguous if you're casually purchasing the game. So basically, this is like when you buy something and they have it in really tiny, fine print just to cover themselves. They knew that they were advertising more than what they were really offering, and they just didn't put it in bold print because they didn't want people to not buy the game because of it. And let's be clear, this this wasn't on Mojang. This was Microsoft that pulled this little shady maneuver. Okay, I, I'm not going to say anything on this subject because this, this is just getting me way too mad. Then mute your mic. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Minecraft... For the Xbox 360 shatters all previous records. That is entertaining. It was an announcement in a statement released by Microsoft that Minecraft 360 Edition has surpassed all previous sales records on the Xbox Live Arcade, selling more digital copies in the first 24 hours of launch than any other title. There are already f- over 400,000 ratings for the game on Xbox XBLA, and, is clearly, and it clearly has a strong start in the multiplayer community. 
Official figures have not been released yet regarding the exact number of sales. It has been estimated based on the game's ratings by players that that sales exceed over 400,000 copies within 24 hours of going live worldwide. That's nuts. That is awesome. It is. I never expected that that kind of sells for Xbox Edition. That's cool, though. Me neither. It's just unfortunate that this version has had less sales and far more complaints than the Pocket Edition. (laughs) (laughs) And yet the PC version, pretty, pretty epic. And surpasses all of them. I have no doubt, though, that as time goes on, they're going to fix this Xbox version. Oh, I'm sure. They will. Because, you know, that is the Minecraft brand on it. They're going to make sure that that game gets to where it needs to be. So if you're playing on the Xbox version and these bugs are really bothering you, you might want to just take a little break from the game for a while and wait till they do some patches and get that stuff up to par. It's going to happen. Oh, I'm sure it will. So Minecraft turned three years old today. Happy birthday, Minecraft! Happy birthday to you! See, I didn't even know this game existed until less than a year ago. Smell like a monkey and you look like one too. (laughs) Do you mind if I get this quote? Go for it, dude. Alright, and this quote comes from the Minecraft official forums. It says, in the last 24 hours, 127,468 people registered, and 13,375 people have bought the game. On average, this means that a little over 13,000 people buy a new copy of Minecraft every single day. And that number keeps growing, and I'm very happy, Minecraft all power to you. This comes from me, man. All power to you. It's one of the most unique of, games I've ever played. I love it. Eight of those people bought new accounts because Dave banned them. <laughs> <laughs> now I was thinking, I wonder if they had, if they saw an increase in the PC sales because people bought the Xbox version, got so mad at all the bugs, and went out and bought the PC version instead. <laughs> I'm serious. I wonder if that actually happened. Well, this doesn't actually say that it's PC exclusive. It just says that those people registered and that many bought the game. It could be across all platforms. Hmm, true. But I don't know. I don't know if you have to register with Minecraft in order to buy the the uh, the handheld version or the Xbox version. No, true, I don't think you do. They'd still be included in people that bought the game, though. Hmm, I'd look into that. Well, that was a lot of awesome news. Unfortunately, some bad news for some of the Xbox people. Um, we hope that they get that fixed very, very soon. That's just a lot of problems for that game. A lot of them. Yeah, we'll we'll keep you posted, though. They'll, they'll be coming out with patches. Yeah. All right. I'm sure they will. Oh, no doubt. They're really good at patching the game to the point of being annoying sometimes. Because it affects my server. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Let's go ahead and move on to the Creeper Corner. So many new servers. Huh? Who's there? Show yourself. Huh? Oh well. Oh, stupid creeper corner. And here we are in the creeper corner. Your mods, texture packs, and maps for the game. All right, I want to bring up a really quick thing that I mentioned at the beginning of the show. Where I mentioned that we got a new plugin for the server that's a big help for anti theft, and it's called LWC. And what it allows people to do on the server is lock chests to themselves. It does two things you can lock a chest for you only, or three things actually, or you can set a password 
to a chest door or trap door to where people who know the password can get in and out or use that chest only. Or you can set a chest to public, and what that does is allows it prevents people from being able to change <laughs> the lock on that chest or door if you set it to public. So, uh, and it's it's really simple to use. I mean, you just type in forward slash c, all one word forward slash c um, private, and you left click on the chest or door or or trap door you want, and it sets it to locked only to you, so that no one but the admins and you can get into it. And the admins don't steal. I promise. We only add things. Um, I steal. I've actually gone people's chests that were locked and, and put Maybe stuff bad. in it. No, <laughs> Random gold block, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, if you want to do a password, it's really simple, too. You just put forward slash C password space, and then you put in the password you want, and then you left-click on the item you want to password protect, and then anyone who wants to use that chest or door has to have that password to get in and out. So it's, it's a great anti-griefing tool. Unless you're Fred and, and decide to bust walls into the Next to doors. Yeah, Fred. Come on, Fred. Well, Dan, you should have thought better and put another door there and had that one locked, too. (laughs) Uh, The funny thing is, uh, you had one of my guild members on the hot seat for that. I thought that he griefed it. Dude, they were standing there when I busted through the wall, and then they watched me come and (laughs) I can't believe you did that. You totally pulled a uh, Kool-Aid man, just like, oh, yeah, (laughs) Oh, yeah. It's the big man. So what do you have, Dan? Uh, what I have for the Creeper Corner is the TNT mod. This is a shout-out to my older brother. What we got is... What is it people thinking uh, about me and my obsession with TNT? It's not that bad, really. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, what they, this they does... They don't make a patch for that, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> what this does is that it adds five different new forms of TNT. I'm letting you know right now, Fred, I am now 17 days free of TNT. Just saying. <laughs> Gotta take... Every day is a step at a time, man. Every day is a step at a time. Alright, Dan, you are saying? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying how you're going to TNT Anonymous. Or, oh, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> this adds five different forms of TNT. We've got the fire bomb which uh, spreads fire everywhere, it explodes, and wherever is in that radius gets set on fire. We've got the minor TNT, which is, which, uh, you know how TNT, when you use it for mining purposes, it destroys some of the blocks that you're trying to mine? This uh, keeps everything. So it makes mining a whole lot easier. And we have everybody's favorite, the nuke. It's just, I think it uh, expands the radius of regular TNT by 10. Oh, tenfold. yeah. I, on the um, Technic server, I played around with a nuke once, and that thing does some damage. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we've got the enhanced version of a firebomb, which is napalm. And what it does is that it adds lava wherever the, fi- wherever it, the radius is. Oh no. <laughs> and uh the last one, uh when you look at the crafting recipe, you can tell this one is the most devastating. It takes one nuke, four regular TNT, and four gunpowder to make. It's called the Scatter Mom. I wanna play with this mod so bad. Yeah, nothing like so that fun. will ever be on my server. <laughs> <laughs> it's a single player mod. 
They wouldn't dare do this for any bucket server. It's a single <laughs> no, player mod only. I'm kind of hoping that we're just gonna keep it downplayed with the explosives because I kind of like the server now that I have an island there and I don't want this one to go it's away. It's not, I swear. Nobody does. That's why I think I disabled <laughs> TNT block damage. Jeez, like, I don't even want to play a TNT anymore. Unless I'm setting bad. unless I'm setting a landmine outside of Dan's castle. It's bad that you have to disable it just to save the server from yourself. <laughs> <laughs> That's not why we disabled it. <laughs> You're the only person that does stuff like that. <laughs> don't don't you think that by the time someone else could have built a giant globe out of TNT, you would have caught them before they detonated well, it? Well, ladies and gentlemen, Fred has been fired from the show. We're now day <laughs> That's like the 11th time I've been fired since I joined the network. Let's see how far we go in a month, Fred. Hey, Joe, I believe there was another mod you wanted me to talk about. Yes. I forget what you wanted me to talk about. I'm sorry. So now we got to fire Dan. Am I going to have any hosts left over at the end of this episode? I've, I've, been, I've been going all over the news. I, Welcome I've been to Minecraft in with Dave and Joe. <laughs> well, I, I, I only threatened to fire him because I completely forgot to. I knew we I, we mentioned something. Oh, yeah, yeah. the mini-map. The mini-map mod. Yeah, yes. raised mini-map. What this does is uh, it adds exactly what it sounds like. A mini-map into the top right-hand corner of your of your map. And uh, this this map has so many things that you can do with it. You can press the period key and set waypoints. And you can also enable death points and all sorts of stuff. And what the waypoints do is that you can name a specific point uh, that of importance. Let's say that uh, you want to go on a huge journey to go find an another place to build your home. You can set this waypoint for your current home and uh, and go on venturing. And it'll show in your map a little arrow where... The direction of that your house is in. That would it have is. been really helpful. It is when very, I was very. Uh, basically, puts the map on your screen full time. I love that, and I gotta actually download that. Yeah, I'm getting this after the show. <laughs> <laughs> do you have? Do you have to have a map in your inventory to use it? No, no. It's it's mm -hmm. just a mini map in your corner, and I'll teach you how to install mods so you can get. All right. Yeah, because I'm. Gonna and you have a texture pack for us, right, Dan? Yes, I do. Uh. This texture pack has been around for a while, but uh, the reason why it keeps on making its uh, an appearance is it's so good. We have AuraCraft, Aura which is 16-bit and makes everything look like an old-school so RPG. So, for a minute, 16 by 16 map, or texture pack. Yeah, 16 by 16. And uh, the examples of the things that uh, it might look like are... Chrono Trigger, Final Fantasy, maybe a little bit of some uh, Earthbound and stuff like that. But uh, like, it looks it looks really sweet. It is a really neat looking Just, texture map. Perfect. So it basically makes Minecraft look like a Super Nintendo RPG. Yeah, kind of does. Basically, basically, which is absolutely awesome. Super Nintendo, one of the best consoles ever to release. Uh, I'm with you on that one, buddy. Hundred percent. You're both wrong. Genesis was there. Genesis wasn't there. Genesis sucked. <laughs> Genesis was amazing. They barely made an appearance. Anyway, this was terrible. Uh, <laughs> let's go ahead and move on to the real pixelated genius.
real pixelated genius. Today we salute you, Mr. Flint and Steelman. Mr. Flint and Steelman. You're the only idiot on our server attributed to burning down an entire forest. Only you can stop forest fires. Not you. No, all you required was a piece of flint and a little bit of steel. Some people just like watching the world burn. And here we are in Real Pixelated Genius, your YouTube videos of the week. The Real Pixelated Genius. Anyway, the first one we have is called Mind Rim. And Dan, I believe, posted this one up on here. And it is actually a genius little blend of Skyrim and Minecraft. Like, you know the, the, uh, the promo video they did for the game? They blended Minecraft with the actual Skyrim promo trailer. This is oh, the actual cool. gameplay trailer, not the live action. Yeah, the one. gameplay trailer. It's awesome. It is so cool what they did with it. You guys got to check it out. It's called uh, it's called Mine Rim, all one word. M I N E R I M. It's it's a, basically a Skyrim trailer in Minecraft. The creator was Machinima, and you can find it on easily just by typing in Mine Rim on YouTube. It's you got to check it out, guys. It's pretty cool. Anything? Any comments yeah, on it? Uh, well, first off, I would like to say that my one of my friends recommended this video to me, and when I first saw it, my eyes were glued to that screen. I'm like, this is stinking epic! This is epic! I love I love Elder Scrolls, and I love Minecraft, and they put it together! Daniel, that, that reminded me of my daughter yesterday. <laughs> A little side note here, I took my daughter on her first roller coaster yesterday. She's nine mm. years old, and... It was called the Minor Racer. It's one of those twisty, turny ones where you're like you're put in a suspended chair. She got off that thing right when we slowed down coming into the, the bay after the roller coaster was over. All she was saying was, "That was so epic, Daddy! That was epic, epic!" <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, you meant what he said, reminded yeah. me of your daughter. I thought you, I thought you meant his voice. That too. Oh, <laughs> hey, excuse me. Uh. You're excused. And the second video, <laughs> I don't agree with this one, but Fred liked it. It's called The Tour of My Minecraft House slash Commentary, Cribs Edition. Okay, so let me explain this a little bit. In an effort to help broaden and enhance the Minecraft community, I've been scouring YouTube, and I'm going to try every week to put a video of somebody's creation, typically like a house type thing, into the show in our real pixelated genius section. So if you have built a house in Minecraft and have a video, feel free to email us a link to the video and it might end up in the show. And this week I found a house that was created by my first achievement is the username. And he's created a video of a house that he's constructed in Minecraft, which I thought it was a pretty cool house because he constructed it on the side of a mountain and in the video, he walks you through the house and shows you it room by room, which seems pretty basic until he gets to the end. He has a pretty awesome greenhouse where he's planted a whole bunch of wheat and has a little water section in the middle. And then he goes on through the house. He has a trap door that is actually a waterfall that he goes through that takes him several feet below in the house. And then he walks onto the outside where he has a diving board and he jumps off this giant cliff into a pool of water at the bottom that he actually made into a swimming pool. <laughs> that was Fred's way of saying, uh, Joe, shut up. I'm writing this. Deal with it. 
<laughs> yes, sir. Done deal. <laughs> well, I think it's a good idea to spotlight some things that people create Oh, without in a doubt. That's the whole point of this. This is what Real Pixel Agent uses for. You know, they can't all be epic music videos about blowing stuff up with TNT. Hey, and you choose those, not me. I disagree. They all can be music videos about blowing stuff up with TNT. <laughs> eventually we'd run out, Dave. Well, not if they were always there. Well, that's true. We could just recycle them every hundred episodes, go back to the old videos, and nobody'd know. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the, th- the last one is another one that was... Fred, I swear. A weekly dedication to me, huh? <laughs> yes, the- <laughs> Our our third video every week is going to be the dedication to Joe. I'm just going to put that out there. It's going to be something to do with TNT every week. So <laughs> if you find a really cool video of stuff exploding, send me that too. <laughs> Great. And this week was a video created by Mining God Bruce, where he actually takes you on a little walk around of a, I'm not going to say enormous but but that is the title of the video but it's not really enormous he claims if you watch it's four million Joe's blocks video, mine was fifty thousand and was like five, five times bigger than that thing yeah i think he just typed in a random number yeah. when he named the video yeah there's no way it's four million but, but he calls it the enormous ball of you know four million tnt but joe's ball is definitely a lot bigger and if you go on his youtube channel you can see the difference anyhow the reason i like this video is because he walks you around shows you this giant ball of tnt then he blows it up and i'd like to point out he did this in a single player game joe yeah i know that's all (laughs) (laughs) and when he comes out and walks into the area all you see is this giant floor of bedrock and (laughs) just water and just basic stuff that's left, and cows all disarrayed on ledges. And I just picture that's what our server would have looked like if it could have ever started again properly. Just a giant hole in the ground? My, it, yeah, yeah, my ball was so much bigger than this, there's no wonder it didn't work. I mean, this guy was on single player, and it crashes, it took 15 hours for it to process it. Yeah, that our server that. was never coming back. <laughs> <laughs> Two and a half months later, finally done! Yeah. So if you're interested in seeing another explosion where the server actually survived, because it was a single-player game, <laughs> look up Mining God Bruce on YouTube and search for his video, Minecraft Enormous Ball of 4,347,686 TNT with Aftermath. Maybe it's easier just to search the creator's name. <laughs> yeah, Mining God Bruce. Yeah, I just put the video name in there because you might have other exploding videos. You people are real pixelated geniuses. Certified by Minecraft off the record. Alrighty. Let's get on to our block party, gentlemen. It's a block party! And here we are in the block party emails, tweets, shoutouts, and quest forum posts, as well as some QGN news. We have two emails to go over today, and our regular emailer, Mr. Fruitful7, wrote in again. Why do we keep posting this guy's emails? <laughs> because well, awesome. we were upset that he didn't email last uh, week. Oh, is that what it was? Uh, okay. Yeah. 
And he says, Dave, read it. Fruit Bowl 7 wrote, First off, I would like to say thank you for reading my emails in the show, as it makes me, and I'm sure others, when you read their emails, part of the show. And, Fruit Bowl, you are welcome. I have an idea for the show. Perhaps you can create a section in the show where you discuss QGN server and what's new and what's going to be built on the server. You should call it server status. Just an idea. Thanks. Massive fan of QGN. P.S. Sorry about the lateness of my weekly email. <laughs> You're forgiven. <laughs> you know, that's kind of, I hate to say it, but that's a good idea, but it's kind of a, a, a moot point because uh, we kind of do that already in the beginning of the show. <laughs> yeah, that's our intro. That's thing. pretty much our intro of the show. <laughs> that's what we do. I mean, I mean, all of us, all four of us, play on the server all the time. If you want, though, you can consider our intro segment to be server status. We just don't have a bumper for that segment. Oh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Unofficially, officially named server status. Uh, Mr. Crafta wrote in. Uh, Dan, why don't you get this one? Okay, Mr. Crafta wrote. Hey guys, I wanted to know if you guys ever tried on another cool texture pack. Check it out on Planet Minecraft. It's called Feather Pack. It's a 64 by 64 texture pack that looks pretty old on first glance. Also try the more creative mod on your server. It is so awesome. Dan, congrats for being beaten by the Master of Dirt. I chuckled when you guys sang the Pokemon song when you said my name. Thanks. Um, I haven't looked into the more creative mod yet. I'm going to have to take a look at it and see if it is a bucket enabled mod. Because uh, it has to be, you know, bucket enabled for servers before I can use it for the server. However, we looked for Feather Pack and we did not find any texture packs called Feather Pack. However, we did find one, or Fred found one called Feather Light Texture Pack, which we think is very is what you're referring to, because it has everything you just you described. But it's just called Feather Light Texture Pack, and it looks a lot like a like more like they're trying to go more more of a realistic feel to the game. It's one of those realistic texture packs. It looks pretty cool. I mean, I, I do like it. I'm probably not going to use it, but I like it. Want to point out too that the end there where he said we sing his name, <laughs> Pokemon song. This is the Pokemon Master from last week. Yeah, I kind of gathered same, that. Same guy. Well, just for the listeners that were wondering. And QGN News. Fred, <laughs> Fred, knock out of the park, buddy. Go for it. I love it. You know this is my favorite segment of the whole show. Is when we talk about what's going on <laughs> with the network. And Diablo, off the record, just released episode three. And Joe will probably tell you it's good because he was on it. Was it good, Joe? Uh, I, you know, I'm not... I, I plead the fifth. Damn, <laughs> it was freaking amazing! It was a lot of fun. We had a great time on it. I was really right, happy was... to guest host on that show. Alright, anyway. Skyrim off the record. <laughs> Just converted to become Elder Scrolls off the record. Which, that's definitely an exciting change for the network because now we're able to cover all of the Elder Scrolls games including the upcoming MMO. So if you're not currently subscribed, you'll want to search Elder Scrolls off the record in iTunes. Elder Scrolls off the record just released episode 23, which is part 104 of the challenge, where the hosts are all trying to get to level 50 and tell you all about our experiences. To tell you the truth, I probably won't do it. I, yeah. I won't yes. make it. Yes. Well, Dan, somebody has to fail the challenge. It doesn't mean you're bad, it just means that we're better. 
<laughs> I'm kidding. And I'm okay that. with that. Yeah, I was like, no, we love I need to do my Skyrim challenge, but ooh, Minecraft. <laughs> exactly. He's wondering if he installs the Minecraft texture pack, if that counts. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, well, I got to level 50 in Minecraft. Uh, damn. <laughs> Star Wars, off the record, just released episode 10.99 this week. I was on it, and that's enough for you guys to listen. (laughs) (laughs) Star Wars Off the Record also just changed record times. Its release date was formerly Thursday, and we are moving to a Monday record schedule, of which I am now apparently a regular on that show now. So tune in Monday night, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Ah, Our five-star review shout-outs. Dan, why don't you uh, give it a... Why don't you go for it, buddy? Oh, dear Lord, this first one. Okay, uh, from the USA, we have Illum E Nat U Sun. Okay. Uh, we have Mega Adam Joe. We have Creep Ear 28. And from the UK, we have Allison A and Contream Double Zero. If you're on a different country and we have not shouted you out yet and you left a review, please let us know. It's kind of hard for us to check all countries all the time. So if you're in Japan or another country like that, let us know and we'll make sure we get to you as on the very next episode. Uh, I've, I've checked all English-speaking white, uh, countries and we don't have any reviews from any of them, except for the ones we've listed. Beautiful. And our final thoughts, gentlemen. I can't wait to get on a server and start building the next theme dungeon area with Dave. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited about that. I might just edit the show tomorrow morning. <laughs> so, if if you live in some abstract country and want to leave us a five-star review, feel free to do that and then send us an email complaining about how we didn't read out your review. <laughs> uh, forget the last part. Dave. If you guys have... What, Dan? You got... <laughs> If the listeners have any mods that they want me to check out and uh, review, please just send in an email. I'll be glad to check them out for you, for you guys. Except anything to do with Herobrine. Day, uh, no, Fred, your final thought, buddy. I look forward to seeing you all in-game. Come check out our server and try not to get banned. Dan. Uh, like, it, like I said, emails, guys. Emails. Dave. I'd just like to say... From here on in, if you see me log in and you're the first person to kill Boontini, two gold blocks. <laughs> no, no, just, just, how about two gold ingots? Two gold ingots. Diamond Wait, sword. you put another hit on me? You've done yes. that already. I'm doing it again. Officially. Every time how I log in. How about we don't do that and cause poor Dan to grief and cry and okay, moan? Okay, and... Only when I call it out. Okay. When we, when we, when we open Dan hunting season. fine print. <laughs> Isn't that the fine print in the server rules, Joe? No griefing, and then it says real tiny exceptions made for Boonti. Yeah, on on certain points of season for Dan hunting seasons. <laughs> How to reach us, Dave? Why don't you do this, buddy? I would love to. Ah, hey, hey, hold up, one more thing. We have a radio survey on our website. If you guys could please, please, please fill that out for us, it's a huge help for all of the QGN shows, including Minecraft off the record. Um, we have a few surveys that got filled out from Minecraft off the record, and we're actually taking those to very to heart, and are considering changes based on those reviews. So it, every bit helps, guys. And if you can fill out that radio survey, it's a giant help for us. It's right on our website, 
And on our main portal side as well, it's a white box in the top right-hand corner with a microphone and a golden ring. It takes about 5-10 minutes, and you're all set. But, Joe, we can't get rid of Dan just because the radio survey said that they don't like him. Uh, well, we weren't hey. supposed to say that. <laughs> oh, whoops. I am loved. In his own mind. I, I, all right, uh, Dave, how to reach us. <laughs> all right, on how to reach us, speaking of the radio survey... You can go to questgamingnetwork.com or any of the links to any of our main sites from there to reach a radio survey. Or you can go directly to minecraftofftherecord.com and check out what we're going to do there. I'm sure there's going to be some new pages up along with uh, server rules and all that fun stuff that goes along with it. Or you can send us an email at minecraftofftherecord at gmail.com. Send in your complaints about Dan. I know I sure am. I'm kidding. We we love to hear from everybody who sends in an email. We love all of our uh, our emails that come in, especially but from you. Please send all hate. Send all hate mail to Dave. Oh, please. I love your hate mail. I do. No, all all hate mail is supposed to go to Elder Scrolls Off the Record at gmail.com. <laughs> I'll tell you who I want to hear from. When I was on the server, a guy named Liam told me that they're my biggest fan. I want to hear an email from Liam. <laughs> All right, so the the gauntlet is thrown down, Liam. You gotta send in an email. That's at uh, Minecraft Off the Record at Gmail dot com. As always, we record Minecraft Off the Record on Sunday nights at seven p.m. Eastern in our live stream channel found at www.livestream.com slash the quest show. All one word. In game, if you want to log into the server, you can find Joe. He's named Widget. You can find Fred, Vermerse. You can find me at D-W-M-T-E-R-Y. That's D-W-M-Terry. Or you can find Dan, and feel free to kill him, at Boontini. All one word. No, I'm, kill- I'm kidding. Don't, don't read the hits. <laughs> I swear. Yes, yes. Be nice to Boon. He has an entire faction under him, so don't try to kill him and expect not to die. You, yes. you want me to do the Twitter thing, <laughs> Dave, so you can do your thing? <laughs> No, I got it. I, I can handle it. <laughs> all right. Um, you can reach Minecraft off the record at Minecraft OTR, all one word, Minecraft OTR. Joe is at author J.R. Wilson. Fred Woodley is at Gothinolua. That's G-O-R-T-H-Y-N-O-L-L-U-R. Gothinolua. I love saying that, Fred. I really do. <laughs> you can reach me, Dave Adams, at Force. D I E N Force. <laughs> I could tell you really love mine, Dave, because you actually spelled mine all the way out. I, I, I put a little bit of effort in there, just a little bit enough. You can reach Dan at Boontini. B O O N underscore T I N I. Boontini. Minecraft Off the Record is a Quest Gaming Network production in association with Middle Earth News Network. Keep on building, everybody, and we'll talk to you next week. Boost Rota. <laughs> Have a great week, everybody. I'll see you in game. Creepers are... Uh, cats are good for creeper protection. Goodbye, everybody. In order to utilize the four-player scripts... Lean... Ugh. Happy oh. birthday! What? Speaking of birthdays, may I do something real quick no. before we go into this? No, you don't interrupt me like that.
No, oh, sorry. What the heck, Dan? Jeez. My bad. <laughs> I, pr- I promised somebody that I... I blinked. I didn't know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on the wrong show. I said Bruce Roto. <laughs>